Welcome to the Music Business Podcast. Whether you're an aspiring music business professional or a seasoned vet, every Thursday, the Music Business Podcast brings you the trends, tactics, and insights from some of the world's brightest minds in music. I'm Jordan Williams of EQT Management. And I'm Sam Heisel from Knox. We're not teachers. We're entertainment industry professionals, drinkers, wannabe comedians, and most importantly, fans. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's up, Sam? What's happening? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm fantastic. That's great, man. Let's get into who we got today, man. We got a friend of mine. Always great seeing friends again from the music business program at NYU when we both went there at the same time, Danny Chang. Danny Chang started his career at The Orchard, which is a distribution company for for those who don't know. We get into his career there during the episode. Um, And, you know, like a, a good amount of people that I know, he switched from music to tech. So we we go from him working in the music industry to his music adjacent positions. The first one being at Tumblr, the first one in tech being at Tumblr, and the second one being director of partnerships at Giphy. I think GIFs are an interesting, an interesting thing to to go through and to talk about at this point because they're embedded so deeply into our everyday lives. I think it's not something that the music industry has delved in enough. And luckily we get into some really unique and insightful ways to use gifts for for visibility and to really push forward artist careers. So what'd you think, Sam? Yeah, no, I liked it a lot. I think uh, Danny's super smart guy is experienced working at Giphy, the Orchard, uh, across the board, brought a lot of very valuable insight and perspective. I think when it comes to gifts, yeah, I think we really uh, kind of speak to how it's just a very unique way to engage your audience and help your audience amplify their fandom. Um, and turn your fans into kind of megaphones to help you get more fans. So I think uh, hearing his story as to how other artists were creative and using it was valuable. And I think just to the extent that you guys can be creative and figuring out fun ways to leverage, whether it's Giphy or other technology and social platforms, whatever it may be, just really using these as mechanisms to be creative and creatively engage and reach fans is always really fun to see. So Really excited to dive into this episode. Also super grateful for Bands in Town, uh, recording live again from the Bands in Town studio. Incredible space, incredible app. Yeah, I mean, I use Bands in Town every day. I'll say that literally. I use it again today. You know, Yeah, it's funny too. I'm just looking at uh, like artists in their tour websites and how easily you can embed all of the tour dates for an upcoming like tour run on a website. I mean, they're the best. While maintaining the kind of like the design and aesthetic. Right. And, you know, even before we, we started working with them, you know, via the podcast, they were the best. So yeah. I'm pumped to be in this in this space, you know, doing this because it's something that I genuinely use, you know. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. One last thing before we jump into today's episode. But since we want to help shout y'all out, we want to put y'all on. We got these amazing guests. They're able to talk about all their amazing projects and, and shed some light and some knowledge. Uh, we want to help you guys plug your own projects to our audience. So uh, in honor of our guest, Danny and, and Giphy and GIFs, uh, we want you to, if you DM us your favorite GIF to at Music Business Podcast on Instagram, uh, the funniest GIF, the GIF, the GIF, the GIF that keeps on gifting and giving <laughs> and makes it. us laugh, uh, we'll pick a winner and then we'll DM you back and we'll plug whatever project you're working on that you want us to plug on the show. So send us all your fire gifts, uh, fire gifts only. Hashtag fire gifts only. At Music Business Podcast. All right. Now on to the episode. Danny, man, how you doing? 
I'm doing well. Thanks, guys, for having me. Of course. I would say the last time that I directly learned something from you like this situation was when you spoke in front of the music business program (laughs) at at, at NYU and I was still there. Yep. So where were you at then? Tumblr? I was at Tumblr then and I wasn't doing anything music related. I was uh, (laughs) working strictly with app developers. And I I remember, you know, sometimes (laughs) that that experience is one of those things where I think about that sometimes when I'm going to bed, just truly how (laughs) embarrassing that was because I remember not having anything prepared. I'm pretty sure every other, you know, (laughs) speaker had like PowerPoints and stuff and I was just going to roll in and just start talking. And that's what I did. And it was a, in my mind, uh, what I remember to be a disaster. Um, but I'm glad it's, I'm glad you're saying you learned something because I think the crux of what I was saying is like, Oh, you guys don't need to work in the music industry after this. Like you can, you can do whatever you want. Um, you know, just completely ignoring the fact that this is a music business program. But yeah, the funny uh, thing is, um, I was, you know, I always thought that maybe they would ask me. I didn't really care if they did, but they asked one of my coworkers. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, they, they didn't even go to NYU. They even go to NYU. Oh. I was like, bro, what? But anyway, <laughs> I digress. So before George you so had, salty out here. <laughs> I'm like, yo, NYU hit my phone. Stop asking me to donate money and, and tell me to speak. I want to look cool. No, <laughs> um, but before that, you were at the orchard. I was at the orchard, yeah. What was your role there? And can you describe what the orchard does too for some people that might not be as familiar? Good for idea. sure. So the orchard is, I, I think they are the largest independent music distributor in the world. Um, you know, they in the past they dabbled in other fields such as like you know film but that part of the company has since rolled into another company that because it was it was actually a pretty substantial business but primarily they do music um i was working uh i was actually hired to work on their youtube team and this is when you know multi-channel networks were a big deal and like we were essentially helping artists that were signed to distribution deals, um, take advantage of us and our expertise of like, you know, how to monetize videos on YouTube and do Mm -hmm. them in a way that is, um, you know, way more scalable than what they could do. So I was kind of um, in charge of onboarding a lot of these artists to, um, you know, take part in those services. Uh, But then, um, you know, that kind of played out the way it did and you know I kind of got bored with that but (laughs) um you know the orchard was really interesting during that time because it was expanding so much and so um I'd actually while I was at NYU um interned for the digital marketing team over there and someone on that team was going to start a the um the digital advertising department there and this was um you know in really kind of like when those like agencies started popping up of like, um, you know, media buying agencies within the music industry. Um, and there wasn't really from what I remember a solution for like independent artists to take advantage of like basically agency services, um, just due to, as everyone knows how small the budgets are and like, It's, you know, even for like the biggest of artists, they have relatively small budgets compared to like, you know, other industries. But like for independent artists, you know, we're talking about people who have like, you know, anywhere between like $300 to like, you know, at most maybe like $5,000, $10,000 to spend on the release. There wasn't really a solution for these people. So it made sense for the orchard to make a department specialized in, I guess, like catering to these needs and Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, starting 
these artists off with like uh, capturing their own data and their first party data and like, you know, utilizing things they have like their email list to right. um, target people across all like the platforms that we advertise on. So me and my boss um, started that department and that eventually scaled and um, became a very successful part of their business. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I see them a lot on music business worldwide now. Yeah. It's funny, I think you were the only person that I knew that that worked there. So, like, occasionally I'll be reading, like, an article and be like, oh, Danny used to work there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that was, was, that was sort of how I was introduced to it in some respect, mm-hmm. you know. When you started working there, it was one of the first times I, like, had heard of the company. Totally. So. Yeah, I mean, like, I think back then, and we were just talking about this before, but, like, the the company just from that point to now has grown so much. And um, I I don't think, especially coming out of the music business program, a lot of people were too interested at working in a distributor. And to be completely honest, like I didn't really know what that entailed, but Mm -hmm. like the orchard was a very special type of, and all distributors are kind of like this now where it's like they offered multiple, it's just like multi-services, you know, from marketing to advertising, so on and so forth. But um, it was a very like, modern in a lot of ways like cutting edge um right for for that part of the industry so um yeah i, I wanted to work there and um yeah i i don't think anyone else on you work there yeah <laughs> <laughs> word word um so at giphy what what's what do you do now yeah so giphy uh right now i, I guess my official title is the director of partnerships um sounds pretty big Sounds big. It it kind of it does encapsulate a lot. So um, I primarily work on the content side with a lot of basically the entire music industry, um, which is the reason I'm on on this podcast. (laughs) Um, So uh, that basically entails working with all the labels, management, um, agencies, PR, you name it. Anyone who deals with the artists to onboard artists to the platform to help them uh, utilize Giphy to you know help expose our brand across all the places that were integrated, whether it's, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, you name it. Um, it's, I, you know, Giphy at this point, I think we reach 700 million people every single day, which is, I think I, I calculated, it's like 10% of the world's population or something, which is insane to think about. Um, what? Because we're integrated in so many places and we deliver, I think, like 10 billion pieces of content every single day. So, I mean, I'd personally use GIFs in texts oh, yeah. all the time via Giphy. So, I mean, even if you think like on a personal level, if you're someone who uses GIFs, it's like, you know, it's inside of texts, but then like you go over to Instagram stories and you're like, all right, I'll use a GIF here for like, you know, to, uh, you know, decorate my story. And then like, I don't know if you're, I know you not personally, but like, I don't know everyone's situation here, but like if you're on like Tinder or Bumble, like gifts are huge on those apps too. Mm. So it's like, no, I don't. Right. For the record, (laughs) I am in a relationship and I am happy. There we go. Uh, I hope my girl heard that. (laughs) Why'd why'd you just wink? I didn't. I'm about to get me in trouble. As soon as I saw that smirk on your face, I was like, he about to say something that that is not going to be good for me. I know you too well. This is a co-host relationship here. It's okay. We got that on camera. Um, but yeah, so it's like it's like Giphy in this way is like it, it just follows you everywhere you go, whether you're, you know, every social app you use, every messaging app you use, like we're 
probably have some sort of native integration in those places. So uh, I guess to bring it all back, like my job is to help these artists expose their brand in these places that people are having conversations. So basically empowering them to turn their own brand and their own image into uh, tools for communication. Mm-hmm. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. So what, when you are speaking with different music industry partners, different labels, managers, artists, what do you feel is one of the biggest benefits or, uh, yeah, the biggest benefits of an artist and why they should really consider deploying content across Giphy? Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny because I was thinking about this today where, like, my job has gotten so much easier since the day I started. Because I remember when I was starting at Giphy, it was before stickers had launched inside of Instagram and Snapchat. So, like, you know, now everyone wants stickers. So the sell is really easy. Mm -hmm. um, And people intrinsically just kind of understand it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because they are users of those platforms. But, you know, back then it was like... We had, I think we were integrated inside of like Facebook and Twitter and some of the, a lot of the big ones that we're in now, but like the idea of utilizing gifts as a, like a digital strategy um, or part of your digital strategy was kind of foreign to people. They didn't really understand how that worked. So I think like the biggest thing, and this is taking me back to those days, it's like, you know, it's really about owning your brand across the places where you might not be really paying attention. Um you know, for a long time, gifts were just things that existed on Tumblr and just like people would save to their desktop, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But like we all saw the impact that platforms like Tumblr actually had on, you know, the music industry, right? Like, yeah. you know, groups like Odd Future and Tyler and, you know, all these huge artists kind of came out of those platforms. And a lot of that was driven by, you know, visual media, including gifts. So, mm-hmm. um, Giphy kind of created a solution to be able to take that and then utilize that in a more practical way where it's like you're using to communicate to other people. And I think like um, the biggest benefit, once again, is controlling your brand across all those places. So Mm -hmm. instead of just, you know, having random things pop up when you search for an artist name, you want to be able to control what shows up in those places um, because, you know, our, our numbers kind of don't lie. Like people are for sure searching for artists and searching for, you know, even reactions where your image might pop up. Right. Um, those are opportunities where you can, you know, be the face of whatever emotion or expression people are searching for. And I think that's kind of the biggest benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it also keeps you top of mind. Mm-hmm. So in general, I think the more people see your likeness, the more they're going to listen to your music, obviously, right? So, yeah. like, um, Smino has really good gifts. Yeah, like I use I use I use Smino gifts like a fair amount. Yep. Um, and I obviously, I've been fortunate enough to work for him, but I'm sure the people that see those gifts, the ones that use them regularly, you know, they might turn on Black Swan or Black Jupiter after they use them and send them via text message. You know, so mm. um, it, to me, it, at least, it seems almost like uh, digital advertising as well, like mm-hmm. sort of like mini billboards. You know. Exactly. And, and, and it's not, you know, it's funny you bring up this, this Mino gifts. Um, you know, also Masego has gifts too. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. like, uh, I think we got those in 2016, 2017 at South by, mm-hmm. uh, we had a house down there where we were capturing gifts with artists. Um, but like those have been around so long and I just randomly see those pop up <laughs> on Twitter and it's like, you know, I can't, I can't sit here and be like this, had x amount of impact across you know but like 
we can see how many views it got. I'm pretty sure all of those gifts have combined have like hundreds of millions of views. Um, but a great example of this is like one of the first, I, I would say, big artists we shot was Lil Yachty. Uh, I remember we were invi- invited to the tower, um, the Capitol Tower, like probably 2017. And this is before he like really popped off um, to just like, capture gifts with Yachty and like we were vaguely aware of him but like um we didn't really have anything in mind but like we just shot on like a white wall basically Mm -hmm. and like added some post-production and like probably a natural at gifts oh my gosh he's incredible I mean he (laughs) ended up for gifts he was honestly born for gifts but now he's (laughs) like in like in some ways like he's kind of like the face of all of these like reaction gifts that we've shot with talent um you know, since then, because like, you know, it, it's, it's undeniable that like people have 100% seen and recognized those gifts on, you know, specifically platforms like Twitter, mm-hmm. um, where gifts are shared, yeah. you know, everywhere. So, right, right. um, so yeah, I think that's a great example of like, you know, here's someone who put their own brand, their own image and their own personality in gifts and like, three, four years later, it like has blossomed into something where it's just like, you can't avoid your (laughs) face in this very kind of, you know, all over the internet, but like in this very specific way where like, I think people, even if they don't know who Lil Yachty is, they would take a look at him and be like, I've seen that person before. And granted he has a very unique look, but like, um, I think the gifts have definitely helped with that. Yeah, right. it's amazing. I mean, you're really just creating an opportunity for people to engage and amplify with the artists, their brand. I think even for uh, one of the artists we work with, Blondish, mm-hmm. um, have created like tons of gifts. And not only a- around her, but also she's very big advocate of uh, eradicating single-use plastic. And she's even like created an organization. So she got a bunch of... Um, she got a bunch of other DJs throughout the, the dance house music community to... Uh, commit to updating their riders to be single-use plastic-free and try and get other venues to sign on. And in tandem with this like big launch, we had hundreds of different DJs posting across their socials. We also launched some gifts, mm-hmm. and there was a really strong reaction from the community of them all sharing those gifts that were like bye-bye plastic-centric. Yeah, and I, I think that kind of goes along with like you know uh, things artists do that are more in line with like brand partnerships. But mm-hmm. like I know that's not necessarily brand, but like cause-based. Um, activations um, that's really awesome too because it's not necessarily promoting blondish but it's promoting this cause that's also but it's it's like tied back to her brand right, right? so um, yeah I, 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 there, there's so many different and unique ways that the platform has been used um, to basically accomplish anything from like um, announcing the name of an album to like announcing when a TV show is coming back. You yeah. Know? yeah, I was actually going to say, what are some, some unique ways that you think artists can use gifts to their advantage? Obviously, that's that sounds pretty cool, announcing a, you know, a TV show or an album. What are some other, yeah. what are some other things that you've seen? Yeah, so um, just kind of expanding on those a little bit more. So we worked with um, Maroon 5 and their management too, and we've worked with them actually for a lot of different things. But um, to when... I think the album name was Red Pill Blues. It was two albums ago, I think. Um, but when that came out, they actually commissioned. Um, so Giffy has a 
community of artists um, that we just call Givi artists. And this oftentimes get, gets confused with music artists, but it's actually <laughs> like animators, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But they, we have a community of them that we've curated over the past, I don't know, however many years um, of some of the best animators in the world. And so they commissioned a gift for each of their tracks on the album um, to represent the track and then announce the track listing on Twitter with those gifts. Um, And that was really, really awesome. Um, So that was a super creative use of like, you know, here's a format that like people can share. That's basically you can find anywhere. Um, But at the same time, like, you know, we're using it in like a very unique way that like maybe other people haven't done before. Um, And then once again, like the TV show, uh, some show on Adult Swim, I think, uh, created a sticker announcing when the show was coming back. And Mm -hmm. I I don't think they told anyone, but (laughs) they just naturally let it pick up when someone searched for the name of the show. Um, And I thought that was super creative because it's just like, Let's just see what happens, right? right. Like, let's, and it worked. It worked well, though. Yeah, it's like let's utilize this platform as something to be used for like discovery, right? right? Um, and then another great example is um, the band Years and Years. Um, they're signed to Interscope, uh, but the agency WMA um, created a bunch of stickers that were like, I want to say they were kind of like hieroglyphics for some sort of. Sp- like unique language that they made that allowed fans to unscramble like this sort of code that they posted on Instagram stories and then use those stickers to like reveal the actual names of the track. So um, that was super wild and, you know, fans really love that. Um, But it's kind of, you know, what I tell to tell everyone who wants to use Giphy is like, it's kind of at the end of the day, Giphy is just a search bar um, that has access to, you know, all this animated content. Right. So it's like, it's kind of up to you to decide like, you know, the creative ways in which you can utilize this platform and this format. Uh, we've kind of laid the groundwork and like, you know, made it easy for you to like share this stuff. It's, you know, all the the really crazy and fun uh, activations and ideas are, you know, come from the, the minds of the artists or, you know, the managers or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So for, for artists that you obviously want to start making gifts themselves Mm -hmm. is it more like the more gifts the better or is it you know is is quality involved in in making them or you know when an artist puts out a music video we make gifts for the for Mm -hmm. the artist most of the time but what if they just put out a video on youtube kind of like you know we have some uh videos with jpeg where he's talking with other artists about his album that was part of his video series for youtube is it worth making gifts for that situation too or is it you know i think it depends i mean if your goal is um if you think you're going to cut up a video into GIFs and then just have it naturally start popping up mm-hmm. um, on Giphy, like chances are, unless like because Giphy is so reaction and expression based, like chances are it's not gonna. If it's just like an interview, it's not going to really like take off. Right. But right. like you have to identify the key moments within you know basically being mindful of the content that you actually are putting on the platform. Right. right like right. it's not just like you know, that copy and paste sort of method of like, hey, we just need to get everything done and Mm -hmm. like, you know, just put the same thing on every single platform. Um, It's more about like being thoughtful of like, hey, this is going to work on Giphy because like this is a really good like smile or a wink or whatever it is. Um, And and it's, it's funny because I feel like a lot of GIFs have kind of dictated a lot of the video content that people have made because 
um, you know, we've spoken to artists or just brands even in the past where like they have video content or they're making ads or they're making, you know, whatever it is. But instead of making the video and then making the gifts later, they want to have the gifts in mind first, make the video so that like each shot is like, perfect gift or whatever and then that way it's like it serves its purpose as like mm. a great video but also like we pulled these great moments that are going to perform really well on Giphy right. so. yeah that's really intentional yeah. actually it's cool so to get super tactical how do our listeners that are either artists or managers go about getting their their gifts in the phones of millions yeah so <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Giphy is the way that I guess the whole Giphy ecosystem works is um, when you search on Giphy, like, or rather, when you upload something onto Giphy, if you're just a regular user, it doesn't actually get indexed in our search. Mm. So you actually have to have like a verified, uh, what we call like a brand channel on Giphy. Um, and there's, you, you know, you can, yeah, you gotta have clout. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, we want to make like our, we want our search to be high quality and we want right. like, you know, we don't want necessarily the same Drake gif popping up like when, you know, because right. everyone's probably making those when keep like the a, gifts curated. Yeah. I got to keep them curated to some degree. Um, fire gifts only. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, <laughs> hashtag fire gifts only. <laughs> I mean, people, people can still make them and like, you know, what a lot of people do is they'll make gifts or use Giphy to like host their gifts and then like post them on Reddit and we'll see these random gifts start to take off that have like hundreds of millions of views and we're like, where is this all coming from? Obviously it's like Reddit or like some random, you know, you never know where, like some random forum or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the ones that get indexed in the search, they got to be official. But if any <laughs> if anyone's listening to this or watching this and like you're an artist or whoever and uh, you want are interested in getting something like that you know there's instructions online of like how you can apply nice. for for that stuff but um yeah when, when the gift does get really popular though mm -hmm. is that is that also a reason in order to for them to get that brand channel check marker uh or is it more like oh man how did this happen oh, oh yeah and then you just move on you know it's more like that because a lot of that stuff is like random gifts that people will make they're like you know some funny video of like my dog, right? But it's not like they're not necessarily a brand. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like we want to, um, the the brand channels are specifically designated for like brands, whether it's an artist or like a consumer brand or whatever. But right. naturally, if one gets more popular, then it'll be indexed. Uh, or, or is it, sometimes, or is it, but it's you know. it really it really depends. Mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, you'll have to bring someone from our editorial yeah. team on about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, primarily I deal with the partners like artists who are verified, who like, you know, are, you know, I want their content on the platform and searchable. So that's kind of, you know, how uh, artists take advantage of that. Even if you're not verified, you know, there's still a lot of ways that you can, you know, take advantage of Giphy, you know, just because you can't necessarily tell your fans to search for it, you can still utilize Giphy to, you know, post those gifts on all the places that we are integrated. It's just not going to maybe, you know, show up in that search bar uh, right. immediately. But, um, but yeah, so, so, uh, I guess that's, <laughs> that's the technical aspect of yeah, how it works. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. Does the team at Giphy have uncanny GIF selection in, <laughs> in communication? Like, uh, 
Sometimes there's always like the perfect gift or reply. Or they catch you laughing. Is it I just like, imagine your Slack channels are only just, gifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the only way you guys communicate with each other. Yeah, or, or, exactly. I mean, it's, yeah, obviously. Um, and like, you know, we we look at gifts all day. So we, we definitely, you know, when someone can Gift like. connoisseur. Yeah. Like, you know, when someone can like speak really well and you're like, I like the way you speak. It's like very flowery yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like feels nice it's like that's the way we communicate with gifts it's like yeah. you know like the way you gif yeah the way you get is you know it's uh it's even to the degree of like we'll make we'll we'll like poke fun at like if someone sends a gift that's like considered basic right where it's like oh, <laughs> oh uh, that's like next level <laughs> but it's you know it's just, it's, it's just funny because it's like it's like come on, you are, it's like you work at Giphy, like you gotta like you gotta you gotta dig deeper than that, right? Like, deep cuts only, no no hits. Oh, that's so that's funny, amazing. bro. Um, that's amazing. But like, so I mean, some of the ones that are just like popular within Giphy are like, man, I like we we need to show the world one day yeah, because yeah. it's just like because we've been exposed to just everything the internet has to offer. Right. Like we've found some serious gems yeah i bet i bet i bet yeah that's interesting that's so funny i'm I'm like just thinking about somebody sending a gif and then somebody saying back hey yo that's a basic ass gif <laughs> you work at giphy <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> i mean there's a right there's a there's a specific bar that's set right when you're um it's like come on it's like you you, you can do better than that yeah, 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 for sure <laughs> um yeah i think right. i recently did that for uh the you guys know the gif of like Jonah Hill freaking out like with his like he's like screaming and yeah he's like, yeah I think it's from like take him take him to the Greek yeah get him yeah. to the Greek get him to the Greek yeah, yeah yeah I know exactly um, which one you're talking about yeah but it's like you know you can't send that <laughs> it's like damn everybody knows that yeah. I guess if I just if I knew it it's not it's not deep enough of a cut because I don't work at Giphy yeah I mean so like, like yeah, yeah but, but people it. should be able to send whatever they want so it's just it's just another way to make fun of your coworkers That's you know no I like yeah. it. Um, super exciting. Are there any, uh, like having worked, uh, with so many different entities in the music industry, what have you seen, uh, and even just working at Orchard versus working at Giphy now when it comes to like high performing teams, both teams you worked on as well as teams you've worked with, what are some different traits you've learned? Yeah. Like what, what are the characteristics of a high, high performing team? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I think it's just like, I mean, I, th- I think it all First of all, it's like there has to be some like baseline level of respect for one another, right? Because um, if you don't respect your coworkers, it's like it's it's really tough to be motivated to do something um, that like benefits the team, right? So, um, yeah, uh, uh, just baseline level of respect um, that like everyone um, you know possesses. Beyond that, you know, obviously communication. This is just going to be like kind of platitudes. Like communication is obviously key. Like you got to let people know the information they need to know. Um, for me, what works well is, I mean, I, I thrive in like a place where there is some level of autonomy. Like mm-hmm. obviously, no one likes to be micromanaged, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I, I think it a lot of a team success goes back to the manager and like who kind of oversees that team. Um, and luckily I've been on a lot of teams where like the manager trusts the people on that team to do their work, to do it well and only really checks in when it's absolutely necessary. So I think like there obviously has to be a level of trust. Mm -hmm. Um, what else makes up a good team? Um, 
I mean, this almost seems like the cherry on top, but like, it's good to like one another. Yeah. You know? no, I think it's key. Um, and like, you know, want to hang out with someone mm-hmm. on your team outside sure. of work. You know, we used to have this thing at Giphy um, where back in the day, like back when I was, I got hired, um, our CEO, Alex would um, say we don't like, he would have something called like the road trip rule or something where like we only hire people that we'd want to go on like a road trip with, or <laughs> maybe it wasn't road trip. It might've been a, a band, a, a, oh, like a tour, okay. tour van. It's like, uh, we only want to work with people that we'd like go on tour with. Mm. Um, That's a high bar. I mean, it's a very high bar, but back, <laughs> in, the, back, you know, back in the day, we're, we're still relatively small, but back in the day when it was like, you know, 60, 70 people, like, it's important, like the the chemistry is there, and like you know, not only are people good at their jobs, but like we like these people we work with. So, um, I think that can only help, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, right, for sure, right. Um, I think also reliability from, oh, yeah. from the teams that I've seen. Um, I think if you can depend on people, it goes a long way. Um, I've seen situations, not luckily, not with teams that I've worked with, but you know, teams that I've seen kind of deteriorate because they couldn't rely on each other and one person ended up getting more work because he couldn't rely on his peers to help him with his work so he felt like in order to get it right it'd be best if he just do it um and then some people don't have as much work because of that so um like you're saying having a having a good manager is really important to help realize when that's happening and kind of break that down and uh you know make everything spread out more evenly so yeah and i think like in tandem with that it's like you just kind of have to be honest with yourself and honest with other people. Cause right. like the worst thing that can happen is like, you know, passive aggressiveness starts building up and mm-hmm. then it just starts ruining like, you know, everything that you've built, um, starts, you know, crumbling basically. Um, so like, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, I think, yeah, having honesty and like really just, as much as I say, like being able to check in with one another is like, or like having a manager that checks in only when needed is like good. It's also good to like, you know, have a check in about like, Hey, this is what it is. Or like, here's the situation on hand. Or if like, there's any problems or issues that arise, like, you know, you just have to be very, um, like transparent and like make sure everyone's on the same page because that's when you get into issues of like, Hey, this person's not reliable, but like, we don't want to talk to him. Or like, we can't, we can't like, yeah, we, we can't do anything about it. Cause right, like, right. that's not really beneficial to anyone. What are some, um, you know, now that you've worked in music and tech, what are some things that you think music could gain from tech as mm-hmm. in like, you know, what companies, music companies could gain from tech companies and vice versa? Yeah, that's a good question, man. The only thing I can think of is, the free food and coffee. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you know, but I also have never worked at a tech company. Every time I visit though, it's always like, yo, you want a, a sandwich? We got free dinner. Yeah. I'm like, what? I mean, yeah, we- <laughs> y'all do that here. Why don't we do that in music, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is definitely like a, a night and day in that regard. <laughs> um, but aside from that stuff, oh man, like, it's really hard because I, I would say the majority of my career has actually been more like in the tech world yeah. than in the music world. Like I've been music adjacent for most of it, but mm-hmm. it's like I've previous to, to Giphy, I worked at Tumblr. So it's like, um, 
these are both tech slash media companies that aren't really music companies, even though mm-hmm. music could be a big component of them. Um, and and really, my only work experience from music like specific companies is at the Orchard, and you know all the internships I did back mm-hmm. when I was in school. Um, but man, if I was what what could tech come or what could they learn? I think you know I think like. Oh man, this is such a hard question. <laughs> um, I mean, from an outside perspective, other than the food and stuff, I think I think uh, at least in what I have seen, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, um, is that music companies tend to? I don't want to say hustle a little harder because that's kind of like a diss, and that's not what I mean. But. Um, I think it's not necessarily what can get done between nine and five. It's like just, it's, it's more results oriented. I'll say that. Um, And I think what I've seen at tech companies, and I guess this makes sense is that it's a little more process oriented. Mm -hmm. Um, And in doing that, it's, it's also uh, tending to employees in a different way because of it. Um, So the mindset's a little different. You know. Yeah, I think I mean it's it's also uh I, I totally agree with with a lot of that. I think like it's it's tough to group all I mean it's tough to group all companies in the same vertical and yeah. into one category. Cause like obviously, you know, a company like Giphy is uh, you know, very dissimilar in a lot of ways to a company like Google, just right. by sheer, you know, scale and scope, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean I I, I mean I, I totally remember just having way more of a not not saying i don't grind now but like <laughs> it's a different kind of grind in yeah, the music yeah. industry where right. like you know you're doing everything and then after work you're also you're constantly answering emails you're uh yeah. going to shows and you're basically just in some ways working around the clock um I still feel like I do that because I work adjacent to the music industry now. I still feel like I have to, you know, kind of be at that level too because I'm working with a ton of people that do that day in and day out. Um, but um, I, I do think like, yeah, there's there's a bit more of like a, I don't know what the word is, like maybe intimacy mm-hmm. in music where it's like, I mean – on average, chances are you're not getting compensated as well at a music company. You're like, people don't work in music for the money, right? Mm-hmm. They work in music because they want to grind to be able to like, you know, uh, promote an artist that they truly believe in or um, just even get close to the music industry. They 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 grind to to be able to go to those shows after work, um, even though they it's technically work. Um but like with tech, it's a little bit more. I mean, once again, depending on what stage the company is at. Right. But with tech, it's a little bit more. Um, uh, not like that. <laughs> I'm trying to use a, be, <laughs> right, be as yeah, diplomatic yeah. as possible. Right, um, right. It's it is more about like it's about the platform, right? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not necessarily about um, art. It's more right. about like. But not saying that's not important. It's more about like. Um, scaling something built like growing a platform or a business um and then like reaching as many people as possible and that's that's the same thing as like in music you're trying to reach as many people who like you know dig your music as possible but like 
it's just different. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, so I, th- I think those are the, that's kind of like the big difference is, yeah, they're just different industries. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you guys obviously work with artists, like you said earlier, how can, how do people get on your radar? How do people, how do you decide who you want to invite in or, or not, or not invite in? You know, obviously you don't yeah. decide if you don't want to invite people. <laughs> but, but, but how do you, how do, how do artists, you know, that could be listening, you know, get involved with Giphy somehow? Yeah, I think like, so, so um, if you, if you're an artist and you want to get your stuff on Giphy once again, like there are plenty of uh, resources online to right, figure right. out how to do that. But how do they get it, in the office? Oh, in know? the office, like yeah, physically like how, in the office. How do they become a, a, a partner? How do they okay. meet you? Got it. You know? So so I, I think what you're getting at and what a lot of people, like I spend a lot of my day answering is like, we do a lot of original content creation, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, partner promo is a big thing for for labels, for management, um, whether it's like you're going to Giphy or going to Instagram or Complex, you name it. Um, so for for me, I, I do have some degree of power over, and maybe power is not the right word, but like influence over, mm-hmm. um, like, hey, this person's really up and coming. Um, but it, it is like there are a ton of stakeholders internally that decide, you know, are these people uh, or is this an artist that we want, want to bring in um, with uh, keeping in mind that like we don't just bring people in the music vertical in, right? We're, we're also working with like, you know, actors and you know, right. athletes, and and also like our, once again our team is pretty small so like we only have the capacity to do you know x number of content shoots each month so um but you know it's it's a good problem to have that like literally everyone wants to come in and make their own <laughs> gifts and like you know quote unquote get on our radar mm-hmm. um i think it i mean just me personally being the ambassador internally for like all things music you know it's just it's the same way you guys know what artist is like up and coming who's a big artist who's like, you know, gonna break out. Um, you know, a great example of that is um I think like two years ago, year no, it must have been like two years ago when uh when Brock Hampton started popping off and like uh they released the saturation mixtapes. Um and like I was just like we just and and I knew they were like big on whether it's Tumblr or mm-hmm. like these communities where like gifts were also like the Venn diagram was like Brockhampton and like, uh, and Giphy, like there's a lot of overlap there. <laughs> um, but that was before, you know, they signed to RCA. So there really wasn't a way to kind of reach them. Um, so I kind of kept that in the back of my mind, but like they were always like, I was like, this would be a perfect fit for Giphy to create content with them. And, um, it be it aligns with our brand and what Giphy is, um, and I, from what I can tell, aligns with their brand too. So, like, fast forward um, to last year, we were able to finally get them in and like you know create a bunch of content. I, I think I checked today; it's like that stuff has a, like almost a billion views now. So I was oh. like, oh yeah, that it, it it did make sense, right? Right. Um, right. So a lot of that stuff is it's just what's buzzy in the music industry um and also like just the big names like of course we're gonna want to get like uh you know we had like demi lovato come in like mm-hmm. of course we're gonna have her come in right because she's you know she has a huge fan base so um it's a mixture of just a bunch of different um things that we look out for and if it fits into like what we're trying to accomplish internally mm-hmm. um editorially and then if it fits into our brand um 
and yeah. There's a new Giphy Video product, isn't there? Yeah. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so Giphy Video is something that's been in the works for a while, launched last uh, December. Um, it is basically Giphy's foray into, um, into video, the video format. So obviously we've been kind of like with GIFs and with stickers, we've been kind of like circling this uh basically circling video and <laughs> be like, yeah. all right, we're almost there. <laughs> Why don't we just like dip our toes in? So actually in 2018, um, November, 2018, we put on a film festival and that was kind of our, we just kind of did that to test like what this stuff would look like. Um, the premise of the festival, I think everything had to be like 18 seconds or less. It could include sound. Um, and it was meant to be like just short form, basically entertainment uh, or just like content. Um, that went super, super well. So we're like, wow, we should maybe explore what this looks like. So um, Giphy videos, basically that um, with, I, I think the, the videos can be like 30 seconds, um, but it's basically that and it, it's available to all, once again, verified partners to start uploading content to the platform. We launched with um, a handful of big partners, including uh, we work with Geffen Records to do mm. something around... Um, the song that Marshmallow, Youngblood, and Black Bear had. So we work with them to create some, basically like um, a short version of like the actual video. Like we were on set at the the shoot of the video and like capturing content with them. Uh, another partner was the Chicago Bulls. Um, they made some really cool stuff with uh, their mascot and also just um, my guy Benny. Benny. Yeah. Chi-town represent. <laughs> yeah. Um, you would love the video. I don't know. Check you, it out. You gotta check it out. Um, and then we also, I believe, had BBC America and then uh I want to say Universal Pictures, <laughs> uh, one of the <laughs> studios, and I really hope that was right. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, I think it was Universal. But basically we, you know, we had a lot of big partners on board and you know, they're really excited. Um and yeah, we're just kind of that. That's actually a big thing that we're working on this year to see kind of you know where we can take that, how we can expand that, how we can make that grow, um, and just like you know give another outlet for partners to like upload content to that you know they might not necessarily have uh, a dedicated platform to upload stuff that's you know this kind of like within these parameters. So how do consumers engage with that? So right now it's only on the dot com okay. uh, and on our app. Um, but like, you know, with, with everything that Giphy does, like we've built out massive distribution networks for both right. gifts and stickers. Right. Um, we also have a Giphy stories feature, which like we started building out a distribution feature, uh, network there as well within like, um, Samsung Bixby, uh, which is like the, I believe like the side screen experience that's built okay. into like every Samsung right, phone. Right, right, right. Um, so, you know, I have no doubt in my mind if this is, you know, uh, if we keep on pushing, like we'll find a way to get this into more places. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. So, exciting. so yeah, so that's kind of um, a, a big priority for us this year. Super exciting. Yeah. Cool. Well, Danny, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, it's fun being here. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. Yep. See you, everyone. Peace. <laughs> Yo, low-key, using gifts for an album announcement or a TV show announcement is low-key kind of genius. Like, I took a mental note of that in my head. Yeah. You know? I think um, there's so many different forms of media now that we often take advantage of them, and I think GIFs is one of them. So so it was great hearing Danny talk about how people actually use it and how musicians that he's worked with actually use it to their benefit in a real way. 
I'm not gonna lie when we got on the you know when we spoke to and this is you know a lot of reason why I'm glad we have him on is um because I myself don't know how to really use gifts to their full advantage so um hearing him talk about that and also hearing how artists have done it you know now I got things you know in my head about you know maybe you know announcing a tour that way or something like that you know yeah not only that but gifts are like short um and they appeal to shorter attention spans so I'm wondering you know how if you announce an album uh via a video or something a little more long form versus a gif what the engagement is and you know how many retweets for example you get on twitter that sort of thing so, yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it got my mind running for sure for sure if there's one thing i learned is that jordan used basic ass gifts <laughs> damn yeah i gotta get my gift game up <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I, didn't, I didn't even know i could be insecure about that <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah damn, i gotta get my gift game yeah up. Well, and it was funny he said he brought up the jonah hill gift and i was like yeah i know that one yeah yeah that's right go to like no i probably shouldn't have said yeah that. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, one other thing that comes to mind that I really like here is that when it comes to gifts, I think artists, there's this interesting turning point when an artist can really go from being this kind of underground act to like a mainstream act. And a lot of people speak to the phenomenon of this artist seeming like they're almost everywhere, whether yeah. it's scrolling across different social media, looking at outlets, turning on the TV, whatever it may be. I think like gifts and like just seeing people randomly pop up as you're scrolling through with gifts is definitely part of that. So um, I mean, even one of the artists we work with, Blonish, has like 5.7 million gift views, which is like, seems like a lot. I think she has a long way to go before that like phenomenon occurs. But um, to the extent that you can lean into that does can help create that that moment, that turning point. Yeah, for sure. For sure. As always, thank you guys for listening. And uh, don't forget, if you send us your favorite gift. Uh, we might give you a plug on next week's episode. So DM <laughs> us your favorite GIF uh, to at Music Business Podcast. And Just don't let that shit be basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire gifts, <laughs> Fire only, gifts only to uh, at Music Business Podcast on Instagram. And uh, we'll gladly plug your project if you make us actually LOL. All right, we out. Peace. <laughs>